<laughs> Afro yeah. Finlab, Afro Topaz, uh, D5, uh, Babylon, uh, this uh, 6th region, and uh, Akibulan. Okay. Akibulan Rising. And in the end, we actually decided to go with 6th region presents Afro Finlab. So, um, I, Sydney, I think you're probably the best person to explain what sixth region means, right? Yeah, that's actually your suggestion. Eh? <laughs> I got a long-winded uh, explanation of that uh, for everybody, um, but yeah, I mean, it was um, uh, basically just wanting to tie into something that's already happening on the continent. But um, I'll explain uh, where where it came from. So in 1963, uh, the Organization of African Unity was officially inaugurated uh, at a conference in uh, Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Uh, the purpose of the organization was to promote post-colonial unity and solidarity among African countries. And about 36 years later, in 1999, uh, the heads, heads of state and government uh, of the uh, Organization of African Unity issued a declaration calling for the establishment of the African Union uh, with the view of accelerating the process of integration within the continent um, and then also moving away from a kind of post-colonial thought and moving more towards uh, Africa's true destiny and you know kind of where the continent and diaspora sees Africa or sees uh, Africa and where it should be on the world stage. So in uh, uh, about three years later in 2002, uh, the African Union was officially launched and it refocused uh, with a refocused vision. African leaders reached a consensus around the idea that in order for Africa to reach its fullest potential, um, that we really need to focus on growth and economic development. Um, so uh, up until August 2019, there were five established regions for the African Union. There was the East, uh, the, the West, the North and the South, and also the Central Region. And then August 1st, 2019, uh, the Economic Community of States, Territories, and Realms of the African Diaspora, Sixth Region was developed. So there is a Sixth Region with the African Union, and um, we're, we're gonna tie into that Sixth Region um, because we're looking to you know, uh, really make a, um, you know, just, just create this cohesive unit so that we can go to the world, not only as uh, the, um, the countries on the continent, but also all of us in the diaspora. And uh, that kind of brings me to uh, where we are today with our, uh, with our, our um, kind of overarching umbrella, uh, the Sixth Region Alliance. Um, and um, the whole idea here is uh, to represent uh, not only Cardano blockchain, but also the spirit of unity uh, uh, as, it, as it kind of uh, um, uh, represents kind of the, the, the genesis of humanity and uh, also represents uh, an ancient truth that we, all, uh, <laughs> that we all seem to resonate with. So boom, that's where it is right now. It's the, uh, it's the sixth region alliance. Sixth region. And Afro FinLab, so make sure you know you uh, you know check us out because we're gonna do big things. Cool. Awesome. So we, we decided to go with the name of Afro FinLab for our podcast, African Finance Laboratory. Yo, Afro Finance Laboratory, because we intend to be building stuff. We're not just gonna be here talking about blockchain and how amazing it's gonna be. No, we actually want this conversation to be directed to, towards applicability. 
So, um, yo, just to kick that off, Joshua, give us an update on your staking pool. How's it going? Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, my staking pool is almost done. Uh, so, by tomorrow, we should be in Zoe pool. It's called Zoe because uh, it's, uh, it's a Greek word for life. So, basically, what I want to be doing is, you know, just you know, give people life and also uh, dispense life basically to people that are in a high uh, situation. So yeah, that's that's how I got the name. All right, and just just for the the viewers or listeners that are just listening to this episode and never listened to the previous one, I suggest you go back and listen to the previous one. But Joshua, could you just explain uh, exactly what a staking pool is and why people might want to stake in the first place? Okay, so. Uh, in a nutshell, the stake pool is. Um, All right, sorry, sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this examination, <laughs> we can all explain. Right. But Joshua, get, go, go ahead. <laughs> okay, let me hold on. I wrote, I wrote down something. <laughs> all, right, all right, there you go. But um, essentially, like uh, a stake and pool is. Another way for you to be able to earn money on your crypto, as opposed to just like keeping your crypto in your wallet and waiting for it to go up in value over time, uh, like how Bitcoin did like, or like how Ethereum has done over the past you know, five years, um, you can basically, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, I just want to explain this very simply as well. I'm speaking to a five-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crypto, <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, you can take your crypto put it into your wallet and it's going to earn an interest for you. Almost like how it did uh, when you put, used to put it in your bank like Barclays or Santander or something like that. Mm-hmm. Except nowadays, the, the traditional financial system is so effed up that, you know, it's probably going to go into negative interest rates soon. Has it already gone into negative interest Not rates? Not yet. Like, no, yeah. We're, yeah, we're flirting with it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. This, this happening. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> And James, like, could you just explain a bit about what Workshop Maybe is? Because uh, I think this ties in very much into the ethos of African Lab. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, I love the word laboratory as part of our name so much because laboratories are not spaces that are colonized, right? They're places that make ideas that send that send their good work out into the world. Um, and so it's just so exciting to be sharing uh, ideas among among this community right here, but hopefully soon far and wide. Um, So Workshop maybe is really concerned with uh, blockchain enabled solutions that might benefit local communities. And whether that community is, you know, the small New England city where I live or any other town or city across the globe, there's there's work that we can do and, and share with each other in every direction, right? Not just from one source of power to, to satellites across the world, but from anywhere to anywhere. If something works, we want to be able to share that with each other. Uh, so, so a lot more to come on that, but we're, we're getting workshop maybe off the ground. Yeah, and this, I think that's like one of the key, uh, you know, that's one of the key trends kind of behind this whole movement, the fact that it's open source. You know, it's, it's not a case of like, oh, someone invents something and they can trademark and copyright and prevent other people from using it. But this is something that if I see you're doing something good, I can basically buy it. And it's, it's good for me to buy it from you 
because yeah. then I can build on it and customize it to what I'm doing. So, uh, yeah. and those words, I mean, open source and decentral decentralization go hand in hand, right? And so it's not only sure, like we we there might be a financial incentive for me to share my idea with you, uh, but just as much, I want to share my idea with you so that you can take it and do it better, and then come back and say, hey. Your idea was pretty good, but check out what I just did with it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and and when when we have people working together, just raising the bar, raising the bar, we're gonna do better. Exciting stuff! Exciting stuff. So I think we should just pick up on where we left on the previous episode uh, with the question of whether decentralization is enough. Yeah. Um, so um, just to give a bit of context, um, it, at, currently in this, in this crypto industry, we could say that the majority of people who own crypto, um, well, the people who own the majority of crypto tend to be very technical. So uh, you know, I just raised the question whether you know, we can see that there are positive effects of decentralization. You know, it's, it's harder to corrupt tends to be a bit more equitable. The problem is currently within the uh, cryptocurrency market, you can't really see that um, equality. There's still a huge disparity between the whales and the people who are just kind of dabbling in it. And um, you have people uh, who are able to get ahead in crypto because they are very technocratic. You know, they have these uh, technical skills and you know, they're able to jump onto, onto these trends. Um, Currently, I can probably count on my hand the number of people who know about crypto and also own some crypto, right? And that's just because there's still like a huge technical um, barrier to overcome to get involved in crypto currently, even though there are a number of really good apps. Like, let's not forget that. Like, think about Cash App. Yes, you can buy Bitcoin in Cash App. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like getting your Bitcoin off of Cash App and being able to invest in the more exciting projects like Cardano, how easy is it? So, in short, are we moving towards a technocratic society? Is this what is this what this, uh, Bitcoin and decentralization is doing? And if that's the case, how can we pre- prevent that? Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll jump in there. I, I don't I don't know that we are. You know, and we had this conversation uh, last time we talked about about design, um, and I think it really comes down to. Um, I know very few people that know how an engine works. You know, they know how to get in the car, they know how to turn the key forward, and they know how to use the, um, you know, the steering wheel, the accelerator, and the brake to get themselves where they need to go. But they don't really know kind of the technical, uh, what happens technically underneath the, the hood. So, I, th- I mean, right now, and like you said, it's, it's, mostly, uh, it's mostly, you know, technical people that are in this space. So, um, you know, we tend to not um, give design its, uh, you know, its, its due until it's necessary. But I do think that there, I mean, I already see it. I mean, you look at, you look at Cardano's wallet, you look at Daedalus, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a fairly easy wallet to use and it does what it says it's supposed to do. You know, I've used some other wallets that are a lot more uh, difficult to use. So I do think that as we move forward, that things will get a lot easier and there's going to be people that come into the space that really have no understanding of, you know, uh, the, uh, the underlying technology of, block, of blockchain. Well, like, I mean, 
you know, I always have this vision in my head of like crypto influencing the community as big as like something like uh, uh, DJ like deck plates when they first arrived in the 80s and people taking them and like mixing and making hip hop with it, you know? Like this is the kind of effect I'd like to see blockchain technology have on society. Like, it gets to the point where it's so easy to use. People can just like use it like Lego and just make some yeah. really cool stuff with it. But I mean, it seems like, you know, the, the crypto industry is probably around 10 years old now, right? And now mm-hmm. we're starting to see some major, some major apps and some major, major corporations come into the space. I mean, it seems like people are probably more likely to learn about crypto through PayPal or Visa and MasterCard at this point in time. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? Depends what the messaging is, right? Um, I, you know, I, so, so I, I've been thinking about the word mainstream a lot lately, right? And I think Daedalus is a good example of it just looks like mainstream software. It looks like mm-hmm. something that people can open up and, and learn to use. And we could probably go on all day about the different metaphors, right? And I, I struggle with this all the time when I'm talking to friends or family about, hey, why crypto and, and why now? And you can, you can use Sydney's automobile metaphor to show them the deck plates metaphor. I haven't even thought of that one before, but I mean, if, if crypto was more like deck plates than a, than a car, that would be pretty good, pretty nice. <laughs> um, but- I meant to say dub plates, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, but so i mean any metaphor that you try to use breaks down eventually Uh right um and that that could be a fun episode is just analyzing the different metaphors we try to use to describe this thing right um but it's if if this thing goes mainstream it's going to be for so much more than just the ability to hold value it's going to enable people to do things in their day-to-day life that they couldn't do before right to participate in their communities in a way that they couldn't before and it's not a guarantee that it's going to work out that way right there's 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 different ways that chips could fall over the next one and two and three years some of them end in centralization, right? But the more, the more mainstream it goes, I think the more, and, and sooner, the more decentralized we're able to keep it. Does that resonate with you guys though? I, I, I don't know if I'm seeing it right. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course it does. It actually does. Uh, we can, firsthand, it's, we can see the effects of centralization. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you know, I like to say this thing, you know, Africans like 500 years ago, 400 years ago, I'm not sure, they were like you know, in bondage, in chains, right? Sold in chains. And then 500 years later, we have chains now, but it's blockchain this time. So the freedom now is still in chains, right? We can actually, <laughs> I'm sorry, I like to talk like transcontextual. <laughs> so, so now we still have chains, right? But this time we're not we're not in bondage. This time with this chain to actually you know shape our community to actually uh, you know build that network and you know connect with more creative people to change the whole situation and narrative of Africa. So the truth is, we see the effect, right? We see the effect. We've seen 
darkness down and we don't want like it. <laughs> so if we know, if we can get educated, if we can talk to more people and tell them, hey, you know, we can build this thing from ground up instead of, you know, the corrupt power that comes from up down, right? Then they'll get involved. They really want to know about this thing. It, wow. You can't solve you, you can't solve the problem with uh, the the old system. Mm-hmm. You can't. It's not going to work because it incentivizes fraud. You can't. We can't trust you. We can It's uh, <laughs> a trustless system. Something that is totally new. It, the system has to be born again. <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. yep. it has to be something that never existed before mm-hmm. to fix this problem. So I think like. For us to fix this problem, we uh, it's just you know, take a higher solution that never existed before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we will be able to transcend. And that's what blockchain is. If they can understand this, if we can teach them this, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll grab mm-hmm. it. They'll mm-hmm. grab it. And the government may not even see it coming. But the truth is, since it's built for the people, the people will take advantage of it. And there'll be like light years ahead of the government. Wow. And do you feel like there's a, uh, a different in your perspective in age group like would you say your parents would have that same perspective about this technology if they knew about it or yes is this- I, I feel uh, the people that want good in this continent are more than the people that want bad I, I, let me just put it that way majority of people they want a change if it's blockchain they are going to grab it that's yeah. just facts they're going to grab it they're going to encourage the youths and to, you know, take advantage of it to build that new future that they were unable to build because they didn't have the blockchain. Think about it. If they understand what the blockchain is, <laughs> they're going to encourage us to use it because they yeah. couldn't fight the, um, uh, should I say, the vices then because they didn't have the tools. You know, it's like, uh, uh, yeah, they didn't have the tools to fight them. It's just, uh, but now they do have something that no one can, take from them, they can build it from ground top and build a future that the government cannot destroy basically. So they would encourage, yes, they'll, they'll grab it. Any mean, well-meaning person would grab it. Amazing. That's just, and we have a lot of them. I want you to know that we have a lot of them. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So Joshua, please like, tell us a bit more about uh, your ambitions with the staking pool. Like, I mean, like, what, what's the, the short-term, medium, long-term goal for you, like, let's, let's see, what's your vision? Okay, so basically, it's, there's, there's an overlap, actually, with what I'm doing right now with uh, POA and what I'm, I'm trying to uh, accomplish with life. Well, I'm Sorry, working with you're, uh, you're a break, friend of you're, mine. You're breaking uh, up, you're breaking up a bit. So could you just, like, repeat what you were saying? Just uh, maybe a bit slower? Okay, so uh, I said, just, like, POA, what I'm doing with POA, but I want to do this like uh, um, a bit more locally, but I want to spearhead it with uh, a lady, a girl, her name is April. She's going to be running this one so that we can get more women involved in this. So she's going to be holding meetups specifically for more ladies. And uh, the same thing I'm with, uh, with POA, but this time a lady is actually spearheading this just to get more women into it because it's life pool, you know, women is like life. So <laughs> we are coming from a woman. Uh, so, but more importantly, what I want to do with this one, which I'm not doing with life pool, with, um, with POA is um, I want it to be like uh, a philanthropy, uh, philanthropy, right? Initiative kind of. So we want to su- support businesses 
that need like small loans, right. let's say like $100, mm-hmm. $200 kind of thing, just to boost, mm-hmm. you know, scale up their business. That's what I want to do. So we like a lot of, I know a lot of uh, people, a lot of young, uh, uh, young ladies that have like small businesses. I see them like they need to scale up. Uh, it might just be, the difference might just be $100 or $200 for them to get more resources. And we want to help those people mm-hmm. with, you know, our poor. Beautiful. So you said the steak and pool is going to be up tomorrow? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And uh, how can we get hold of your um, steak and pool address so we can stay with you? Okay, so the Tika is Zoe, Z-O-E, Z-O-E, Zoe. Okay. Real simple, huh? So I think, so yes. all, you have to, all you have to do is just download the Die Dallas wallet. Um, right. Deposit your Cardano onto the Die Dollars wallet. And then search for Zoe, Z-O-E. Yeah, yeah Z-O-E. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Is there a place we'll be able to link to in the show notes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We once can. once we post, we can. Yeah, we can link. Yeah. Great. Um, Joshua, I love that model, and I do hope to just use it once you establish it, right? Because again, that's that's an example of something that would work anywhere. Right. All right. I'm, I'm so excited to see it thrive. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll definitely be staking there as soon as I can find Zoe in Daedalus. Uh, <laughs> but man, like that's, think about as this thing scales and as we go up to a thousand saturated pools someday, right. someday soon, you're going to be able to have geolocated pools that support their community, right? right. That, that support people nearby to... Mm-hmm to just have a source of funding to do things they never thought they could do before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, so, it's really exciting. Oh, essentially, Sorry, essentially you're saying that, um, you know, people like Joshua who are staking now could eventually disintermediate like local banking, like local yeah. traditional banks. That's what we're, that's what we're talking about here. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. talking about the, Future, the future banker is staring at us right now. <laughs> but this is a different type of banking in a sense. Like, um, how, how would it differ to uh, what we have now? Can you yeah. say more about what we, I mean, Tashoma, you you're an expert on what we have now, you know? And <laughs> so what's, what's, why sh- what's wrong with me putting my money in a bank right now? Okay. So if you put your money in a bank right now, um, how much interest can you make on it? Uh, how how can you secure yourself against the amount of money that's being printed? Uh, how much money has been printed since March? Uh, you know, uh, how 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 much have they inflated the money supply? Uh, how much gold can you buy today in comparison to the amount of gold you could buy maybe ten years ago or even twenty years ago? But, I mean, the further you go back, you see just how much. Uh, fiat currencies have devalued themselves so um yeah i'm asking questions just to kind of push the conversation along. <laughs> mm-hmm. i think that's huge i think it, it can probably be a, um a, a little bit of a challenging concept to understand if you haven't really f- if you just kind of stick your money in a bank account and get it out you know use your charge card when you want to pay for something but i think that's huge because um you're, you're basically re- you're, you're, you're transferring power, economic power 
from people who really don't have your um, uh, interest at heart to um, uh, you know having more uh, economic power for yourself and in your communities. And um, because the banks don't, they don't loan to everyone. I mean, they can, they can, um, you know, decide what rules that they want to follow in order to loan the folks. I mean, if I, if I, if I, because basically when I'm giving my, when I'm putting my money into the bank, I'm kind of loaning the bank my money. They then take my money and then they turn around and then they loan it to you. And then (laughs) they get, you know, uh, on the average, what, 18% on on, on loans, if it's credit cards, you know, uh, you know, not, not quite as much if it's, you know, mortgage loans and things like that. Um, and we don't get to participate in that at all, at all. And they're, they're literally taking our money to do it with, and then they turn around and they give us, you know, maybe, you know, 0.01% in our account. So, um, yeah, I, I think, I think it's like, all of this, all of this, this going on, just my opinion, all of this is going on with, uh, with crypto and with blockchain. I think one of the things is, that's excited me most about it is that it is getting people to wake up to the financial system around them and how that financial system has played out over, over the many, many, many years, because the bankers do not have our interest at heart. You know, they're, they're, they have their, their own interest at heart, which is fine, you know, um, but we're, we're trying to, um, uh, you know, create a pool of resources for folks in the diaspora and folks on the continent so that we can start to build ourselves up. So it's difficult to do with traditional banks, although there are a lot of banks that are, especially with, you know, what's happened in the last year, there's, there's black banks that are forming, there's, you know, people that are taking more of an interest in helping, uh, you know, uh, black communities uh, to, uh, you know, have access to capital. Um, But fortunately, we have blockchain here now, and we don't have to wait for them, you know, we can start to, to build out these uh, capital resources ourselves. Right. And what does that actually look like? I mean, I want to get down to the nitty gritty. So, you know, let's, let's say Joshua uh, gets thousand people to stake with him. Like at, at this point in time, like how much money is that going to be generating? Um, and then how how are there like any assurances to for me to know that you know my my staking is going towards something I actually believe in? Like you know, it's it's not being abused my money. I'm asking these questions because I I mean I think I know the answer, but I still don't know the nitty gritty. So like maybe like Josh or Ben. Uh, well, currently we don't have like smart contracts, but I think in future we can have you know. We can write a contract if it doesn't get if it doesn't you know go to the course which you know the stake will propose it will it should go to then you can undelegate you know it's as simple as that it's the same for like like liquid liquid democracy right right <laughs> which is supposed to be like the best form of democracy and i hope that we start to adopt you can actually uh get you know delegate to someone your vote to someone that you feel you know is more qualified than you to actually get something done and have a contract so if that person gets some kind of funding for a particular issue let's say in africa you can you can trace this money and see where it goes if it doesn't go to like the course in which it was funded for you can undelegate immediately that means they are going to be accountable point like accountability smart contract does that so that's the hope <laughs> So, um, 
Yeah, sorry, go ahead. We're, go ahead. we're trading deposits for delegation, right? And that's a, that's a, big, that's a big shift to, for me to wrap my mind around. I know that, right? When I, when I deposit to a bank, I am deciding to, to be subject to that bank's authority, right? To decide what they're going to do. Uh, and, 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 and we all know, as Sydney was just alluding to this, right? There's different rules depending on where you are, who you are, how much you're depositing, et cetera, right? And they can be somewhat arbitrary. Uh, delegation is not, and, and smart contracts change this completely. It's not arbitrary, it's in the code first. And you can read the code first, and you can decide if you wanna get behind that. But even more so, I mean, if I, if I delegate my money to your pool, Joshua, who's are you holding my money now no i'm not nope it stays with you. <laughs> right and this is yeah. this this is the part where old metaphors begin to break down yeah right, right. so i'm the i'm the i'm giving you my money but i'm not giving you my money yeah <laughs> this is Amazing. the thing it's like you can actually just be your own bank there's no need to give your money away to anybody mm -hmm. you just keep it in your wallet and because we're using blockchain, your wallet can be connected to Joshua's staking pool and just verify the mm -hmm. system like that. You know? right. and that's, that's what's amazing. So, I mean, to all the people who, you know, are, are scared that they're getting roped into some pyramid scheme or whatnot, just because they're saying buy Cardano, that's not the case at all. And if you, if you do have uh, those uh, suspicions, I beg you just to look into what Cardano is. Go read the academic papers. It's one of the most peer-reviewed blockchains we have currently. So, I mean, I kind of feel like, as I said, the reason I bring up these concerns is because some people can't be bothered to read those academic papers. You know? mm -hmm. it, is, it is a technical leap. You know? mm -hmm. So we have to try and explain this information as simply as possible. And you know, I'm just eager to see more staking pools that Joshua's go up and then somehow we can kind of like form some some kind of consortium, you know what I mean? That's like publishing materials and education that's gonna make this stuff more palatable to the majority of people. Mm -hmm. I'm just talking about people in my community and people like, like Afro descendants, Jamaican people, like Nigerian people, people on the continent, you know, and people who don't necessarily have access to the luxuries that we have now, you know? Um, and how can you do that? Because if we're talking about spreading blockchain in Africa, right, we want to make sure that wealth is distributed equally, not just amongst the people who have the luxuries, right? That's not really solving the problem. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it would be great to like explore more ideas and like more projects that may be out there ready on the continent that are doing stuff. You know? um, it's really interesting also when you look at uh, like geopolitically what's happening in Ghana and um, how they're, I think they're putting something in parliament to allow African-American citizenship in Ghana currently. Hmm. Wow. And all that, I mean, you were saying something about that earlier, Sydney. Yeah, well, I know through the, well the African Union is um, I mean it's it's a it's a um, consortium of all of the countries on the continent. So <clears throat> these are the heads of states that have come together to create this 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 organization, 
And so that organization is what's responsible. There, there's the different regions and in each region, there are um, there, there's specific projects that are going on. Like for instance, in the, in the Western region, those are the ECOWAS states. So they have their own, you know, currency that they're, you know, putting out there and, you know, and, um, and starting to basically um, re, re, you know, to, to pull, pull, you know, pull their own capital back um, in, in their fold so that they can use that capital to develop. Because up until this point, um, they haven't had control over their own economy. So they're, they're, they're getting control of their own economy. And all that's going to do is, is open up the, the, the economy of the continent in and of itself. And once, once the continent, once the economy, had, like the, the shackles are off the economy on the continent, there's no doubt in my mind. I have, I have no doubt that the brilliance um, and the creativity uh, of the people on the continent is going to catch fire and they're going, there's going to be a lot of building, you know, on the continent. Not to mention, uh, you know, Africa is, I know two, it's, I think it's Rwanda and, um, and maybe, uh, I can't remember what the other country is, but two of the fastest growing countries as far as the economy goes in the world. Um, and it's got the youngest population uh, of, uh, you know, the, the, the countries in, in Africa have the youngest population um, than countries across the world. I think the average age is like 25 years old. So uh, yeah, there, there's, there's just a tremendous, and, and not only that, I mean, Europe and the United States and Britain and, 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 and Germany, and I mean, go down the line, China, all of them have their uh, uh, eyes pointed at the continent. It still is the richest continent wow. on the world as far as natural resources go. So you know, the, the thing, what I'm getting from this is that people on the continent and people off the continent um, understand this. The point right now is to make sure that there are, there's an infrastructure in place. Um, so there's not this, um, uh, this second stage of colonization, this recolonization of, you know, the, the continent where you have all of these people coming in, you know, kind of looking to take their part of the continent. Um, if we can just make sure that there's an inf infrastructure in place and that people have the ability to, you know, um, have a voice in their own government and have access to capital, uh, um, um, yeah, I, I think it's just gonna 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 take off. So, yeah, I just want to I just want to throw the, uh, the idea we were speaking about um, uh, earlier, um, the idea of put, like doing a SUSTU or a ROSCA you know, as a smart contract, right? Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, that's something that I remember even my grandparents used to do, you know, they always used to get together in the community, um, put their money together and offer like small credit and like small loans, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So imagine, oh, okay, well, there you go, you know? So imagine if you were to like get that mechanism, put it into a smart contract, Mm -hmm. that's that's something that's going to make it easy to adopt right because mm -hmm. and then i guess what you need to do is get merchants to start accepting uh stable coins you know if you really mm -hmm. want to see oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but one thing though is like can you hear me mm -hmm. yeah, yeah yes about like the natural resources nigeria nigeria has crude oil right? Mm -hmm. A lot. And that's like our, our whole economy is hinged on crude oil. Like if mm -hmm. something happens to oil, like Nigeria is finished. But the, the worst part is we are paying attention, governments are paying attention to other 
natural resources and other sectors like agriculture. Nigeria has like a lot of green. Agriculture is a big deal here as well. How do we tokenize this to benefit Nigerians? Thing mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sell it and this means poor. <laughs> so how do you you cut out a little bit, Joshua? Can you can you restate what you just said? I said I said the problem now, all the resources, but the people, anything from the resources, they are not. Uh, we're being marginalized, basically. Like the mm-hmm. government, it just gets refined the oil and promises to do something because there's no contract, there's no smart contracts. Uh-huh. They they don't do anything, and then they just distribute the money amongst themselves, and we mm-hmm. still remain like very poor. Like the, mm-hmm. the the states, the place that oil was first discovered in Nigeria, is like the worst place you can ever because they just you know, suck out the oil and then leave it like that. They don't mm. clean up. They don't even develop the place because it's not about the people. Like a democracy is decentralization, right? Inherently, mm-hmm. because it's about, it's from ground up. But this democracy they have right now is, is it incentivizes fraud because it allows them to do what they want to do without being accountable. So how, uh, you know, the potential that blockchain holds, how do we utilize this for the people? If we can, if we're able to tell them, hey, with these, you can get these people, and you can vote them out, you know, like in a heartbeat, and put mm-hmm. someone as a, like a proxy, to do something, if you know, you can, if you can let them know that they have a say, uh-huh. and and they can start enjoying from their own, you know, then that is, I think that's where the real change is, uh-huh. you know, if they can mm-hmm. understand that this thing can actually solve the problem because uh-huh. you can't really go and fight the person because there's no record <laughs> but blockchain inherently there's a record you can actually trace these things <laughs> so mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not i'm not sure i'm using the right words to actually describe what i'm trying <laughs> no, to say yeah yeah totally get it yeah that that's i think that's that's where my mind is at right mm-hmm. now i'm able to uh you know like let them know if I'm able to, to, to teach it, the right people to understand that, hey, with these, we can track, we can know where money is going on, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then we can stop, you know, all these activities who are accountable because everybody can see <laughs> now. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, and you know, I think, I think Joshua, to your point, it's it's a ground up revolution. It will never come from the top down. And if I was at the top, I wouldn't be giving up mine. You know, <laughs> and I think I'm a halfway decent person. It will never come from the top down. You know, and I think the way that you're approaching it is is the is the only way that it's going to happen. And you know, once these voting mechanisms you know get in place and um, and we have a little bit more maturity on the blockchain, I mean, you can start to create. Um, leadership in your own local communities and then that can reverberate out and then at some point you know the the bigger governments will feel the pressure of like you know what do we do now you got you got you know you got you know hundreds of thousands of people using this app they're voting on leadership in their own community you know they're managing their own uh, uh, economic resources we don't even have a role anymore so what do we do now 
you know, right. and, 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 and it's, it's going to clash. There's going to be a clash in the future yeah. between, uh, you know, what's happening with this uh, decentralization and with uh, a central power because that's they're not gonna yeah they're not gonna be like yeah let's do that you know they're not not gonna give it up you know so yeah but 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 the best part is uh the young people they they are ready to Mm. take advantage of whatever it takes to overturn Mm -hmm. what is currently happening right Mm -hmm. now and that's that's the that's the best part Mm -hmm. because it's not like we can't once we see a solution, we're going to take advantage of it. And that's why mm-hmm. I'm teaching. <laughs> because mm-hmm. you know, once they understand it, they uh-huh. are, it's going to have this ripple effect. They are going to start talking about it and they're going to use it. They're going to push for it. Mm-hmm. The government doesn't have any option. Once, like you said, like 100,000 people and then mm-hmm. a million and then two million, they, they don't have any, they can't do anything anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's no longer their government. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Right, the people are now have taken back, yes. and they yeah, have yeah. their voice. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, exactly. Yeah, I think that was um, a beautiful. Well, how what time? We're forty five minutes in. Uh, this supposed to be a forty five minute episode, right? Seems yeah. appropriate. Yeah. Um, hey, can I ask a, maybe maybe a question for next time, mm-hmm. uh, especially after listening? I mean, Joshua, you just you let you gave us a, a speaking agenda, right? For for just there's so much to dig into. Um, who's the target audience for this podcast? Africans. <laughs> and is it, is it is it true believers in blockchain? Is it people who have never heard of it? Is there is there room for both? I mean, who who are we talking to right now? Basically, every African is a freedom fighter. So this is for Africans. Anybody that hears this message right now, it's uh-huh. going to resonate with them. It's for every African both five-year-olds, they need to know that there's a change coming. They need to know there's a revolution and they don't have to live in, you know, the past failures. They, they, there's, a new, uh, there's a new world for them that they can build and they can be a part of and they can, you know, uh, enjoy from. <laughs> Those are the people. So it's all Africans. Let's go. So, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so what, we, what we need to do is set up the ability to take questions from folks because I'm sure there's some... Uh, there's some questions about some of the details of what you were saying. How do I, how do I do this and this? So uh-huh. it's, it's just so exciting. And, and I'm sure we're not going to be able to explain everything all at once. Um, right. so, just, so just block by block, uh, g- giving people the details of how this all works. It's just so exciting. It is really exciting. <laughs> can, I, can I say one final thing? So uh, it, you know, having like local governments and then state government that tells you that there is actually like a decentralization of power, mm-hmm. right? There has been a decentralization. What's about to distribute power to state and then local government? But the problem is there's never been blockchain. Why? You know, that means there have never been accountability. So decentralization is not like, it's not like there wasn't no decentralization. There has been decentralization, but because it incentivizes fraudulent activity, then, you know, no one is accountable because naturally we'd have to trust people and people have flaws. But right now under this blockchain, we don't have to trust anybody. That is the revolution. Okay. Yo, I, I just want um, right. to, I'm, I'm just filled with inspiration right now for real. Um, I, I want to ask 
I wonder what kind of obstacles we might face in trying to distribute this technology. Um, what kind of roadblocks are on the way? It'd be good to kind of like spot these ahead of time mm -hmm. and, and try to come up with uh, solutions. So just a suggestion of what we can talk about in the next episode. And, uh, all right. Guys, really happy to see you all again. And uh, for our listeners, um, maybe we can get some uh, topic suggestions from you guys at home listening and watching. Definitely. All right, cool. All right. We need to so, find a smooth way to wrap up this podcast. So, but we can, so we can edit this, right? We can yeah. edit this. So, so we can continue talking and we can just cut off, you know, we can yeah, edit yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're good. We you know what song. I mean? Yeah. And then I think, you know, we, we, we can, you know, same like with, you know, intro and conclusion, we can, we can throw so we can bookend it, you know what I mean? And yeah, so that, yeah. Some music. Up somehow. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, exactly. And then when the people hear the music coming in, they know it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Time to go. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, I mean, as a model for decentralization, starting sloppy, you know, we're, we're building. Yeah, we're trying to build you know, as we go along, right? You yeah. Don't have, be, you don't have to be perfect the first time. And guys, yeah. I, I, I'm going to say this. I don't want to be the main host. Like, I don't want to be like, the in main i feel like we should all be hosting it like you know what i mean it's like we're all different personalities here different like backgrounds everything you know so if there's something you really want to uh talk about or get out ask you know think yeah, i'll kind of take the lead like i mentioned earlier you know i have my friends they said they would listen to it and you know give some you know some um uh advice on you know how to maybe structure it so that it yeah. It comes through clear, and I know they'll give us probably some um, because they're they're not blockchain people, they're not technical people necessarily, oh. necessarily, you know. So they they would probably give us some feedback on how we're coming across to them because they're very interested in blockchain. They're oh. they're little they're they're you know uh, more you know more um, uh, they're not as, as as young as you guys are. Neither am I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but uh, they um, you know. Th it would be good to hear their, um, you know, perspective on the information that we're talking about, because my, my sense is that this was technical, you know mm. what I mean? So it basically anything that we say that's got anything to do with blockchain, in my opinion, is technical, whether it's stake yeah. pools, whether it's tokens, whether it's, it don't matter. Anything that's got anything to do with the ecosystem, people are going to be like, oh. You know, they just like glaze over. Yeah, put on Wolfram. Blockchain meets quantum physics. <laughs> right, right. Did you like this, <laughs> and then we all be able to understand us just Yeah, now. right. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, if we if we can figure out how to like, um, because it's it's like for them, it's going to be really, really, really simple. And mm -hmm. even when they interact with it, it's going to be really, really, really simple. The way that they're going to interact with the blockchain is the same way that they interact with in, in, um, that they they use um, Instagram or Facebook. Right. You know, they they're not going to understand anything that's going under on under the, under the hood. They're just going to know that oh, all of a sudden I have my Instagram account, and you know, I can actually like an account and give people value at the same time. I, listen, I hope it's going to be like that. But a part of me is just kind of worried it's not. Like, simply because we, like, we have this whole culture of, like, not your keys, not your crypto. Yeah. You know, it's like, like 
the apps that we're used to, like Instagram, Twitter, they are custodians like of our data that like, we're used to handing over. Yeah. Stuff, right. So that's why like solutions like Coinbase card and like mm-hmm. 10x card and all of these like uh, Nexo, for instance, these are right. great products. Like I offer them to my mom because I don't want my mom to like mess up. Right. Sending you know, her, her, her money to, like, the wrong address. It's right. very easy to fuck up in this game. So, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, what this is, this, I'm looking at what's happening, and I'm like, yeah, PayPal, um, you know, MasterCard jumping onto crypto and offering yep. it as a service directly to consumers. I mean, if I'm not, if I'm someone who's a bit intimidated by all the technical stuff, I'm going yeah. to go with them, you know? Oh, so, for sure. I mean, that's, I think that's going to, that's what's going to happen. We're, we're not them though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and that gives us a kind of a, whatever advantage, economic advantage or whatever. We're, we're just, yeah, we're, we're, we're not them. So we're going to get a chance to get on, on the boat probably a little bit faster than everybody else. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, but that's what it's about. Right. It's like, and then once, you know, once, you know, PayPal and all of these other folks have people in the ecosystem, you know, th- then we can we can start you know helping them understand about like you know smart contracts and how you don't just have to use your card or whatever to like buy something at you know at the store. You know that there, there's there's a um, there's a there's a fin- there's there's the value of an of a financial instrument that now exists with your account. You know, mm-hmm. and you can you can put that money, you can stake it, and if you stake it, you get five percent. You can mm-hmm. put you know you can you can put it out there so you can loan it if you loan it you get eight percent you know what i mean and then you know start to give people these 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 financial tools and instruments so that they can do a little bit more than just stick it in their checking and savings account that's right and and never settling you know we we need like we need the the on-ramp the gateway drug to get people in right yeah but then hey if 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 i have a friend of mine who's satisfied Uh having paypal hold their crypto uh, you know i'm not stopping there yeah right, right. Hey, I'm, I'm so glad you're in the space now but listen it's better if you own your keys all right right now that you own your keys it's better if you're contributing and helping more people get involved right right, right. Uh, it's better if you understand right. how a smart contract works there's always a next step and, so and you guys are all all doing that next step though that's the thing about it to me it's like we're asking these questions but you guys are the ones that are bridging the gap you know what i mean it's like i get i appreciate cardano and their engineers and they, they built a great project um, but that that they built that project so that we can build on top of it and everybody here has projects i mean you know james you, you got a lot going on there you know with like your community development and these you know programs that happen in the community that you know that are a resource for the community. And then Joshua, you got all of that, all of that stuff going on with stake pools and blood donation and property registry. And, <laughs> you, know I mean? you know, and, and to show me, you, you got, you got entertainment, you got, you know, um, uh, um, uh, finance, trading, all of that stuff. So we're going to do that. That's going to be us. So you get on like, um, like PayPal or any of these other people that on ramp, once they on ramp and they got cryptocurrency, then they're going to be like, Oh, okay. I can go to James now. You know what I mean? And I can, I can contribute to this community, you know, or, you know, I can holler at Joshua because, you know, I want to, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get a piece of land or I want to support this whole idea of land, rent, whatever it is. You know what I mean? And the same, same with you to show people are going to come to you and be like, yeah, I got yo dog. I got some crypto. What do I do with it now? And you're going to be like, Oh, okay. Well you can you know go here and invest here or do this and that and the other thing that, 
that's us right now in the space. There's, that's the thing, man. You know, it's like people in the Ethereum ecosystem right now, it's maturing. So that's why there's a lot of projects. And, and they just like, they, 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 they saw the money in DeFi and they were like, DeFi, you know, DeFi, you know, because, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh my God, there's DeFi. I love it. Oh, you know, um, you know because it wasn't growing as fast as, as it is now, right? I mean, DeFi is like, it's like taking off. Yeah. You know, um, but that's not what Ethereum, Ethereum has got so many other projects than DeFi, you know, yeah. so mm -hmm. I do, I think that like, that, that's us, we're, we're kind of like the visionaries, I think, for the, for the, um, for the chain. And um, yeah, if I think we're going to be the ones that like, bring people in and be like, and make it easy for them to use after they get some, you know, some, <laughs> some PayPal token or some digital dollar or whatever it is. Yeah. I think like everybody have like their own like uh, expertise and uh, we, ha we have to show them that, you know, why they need to onboard to blockchain. I think with, you know, the, this app, the, uh, the podcast we have, and we can start like showcasing all the, base, all the uh, fronts that blockchain can actually make better. Mm -hmm. And then they can see a reason to, you know, like transition. So like for um, me or someone that's into music, Mm -hmm. If you can see like what blockchain can do to make you like have, you know, a better situation with, you know, then you can, you it can relate, you can resonate with that. And you're like, Hmm, I want to be better at what I do in this music thing. And then I would, so if we can, you know, treat it in like phases, okay. In land registry, let's talk about land registry. I will send it out there. That it's a very big problem in Africa. Mm -hmm. Everybody relate to it. You can talk about something else like healthcare records. Mm -hmm. and deal with that. And then mm -hmm. people can see why they should join that because of blockchain. I will right. tell them this whole magic is done by blockchain. Then we can deal with finance, right? Mm -hmm. Then we can deal with, you know, all these sectors, all these basic sectors. And, you know, that way, you know, people can be able to like, you know, relate to it better. Right. And then, Obviously, if it's better than what the, you know, the traditional or conventional, whatever they, they used to, they won't board naturally because people want good change. It's, it's mm -hmm. our nature. <laughs> That's just it. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I, th I think it's coming. I think, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll figure out how to make it easy for people to use, but it's not going anywhere. It's just yeah. evolution, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's right. We're pretty early. <laughs> yeah. Very, very early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. My, my highest level of success would be to watch somebody go from being a skeptic about this whole thing to coming up with their own idea that's better than anything I could think of. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's what I want to see. Yeah. You know? yeah. And because once you put, once you do get it through, and we, we, we still have a lot of work to do in our ability to explain things. I'm not just talking about us here. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. talking about the whole As space. an ecosystem, you know, yeah. We need to get better at, at yeah, as an ecosystem. Mm -hmm saying what this thing even is because mm -hmm. it's it's some people are like that's too good to be true i don't believe you but the moment you say no it's actually here's all the functionality people can't not have ideas about that stuff mm -hmm. once, they, once they really understand mm -hmm. what's possible yeah i think there's going to be a learning curve for the like the creators you know the people that that are going to build something on top of the technology and realize some kind of goal or vision you you you, I, you just you can't like you, you there's just going to be a learning curve 
to understand what it means, what decentralization means, and then the power that you have through decentralization. Um, but I agree with you, like the people that we can get involved, the more we can get involved, the better. I just, I really see, I mean, I, I like what a lot of people are doing. I, lo I love what Ivan, Ivan, I haven't, it, when he, when he gets a, a, a Plutus course, I'm, I'm definitely going to jump in and hang out with him for a little while. Cause I know he's got some good content over there. Um, but there, there's a lot of really good people that are a lot doing a lot of really good stuff, but still like, it's like, it's like you, you, you listen to any of these guys and it's like, and we, we, we like, we're in the ecosystem. It still feels like you're drinking from a fire hose. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think we should, we should figure out a way with our podcast to be able to just like, I mean, um, just get it down to its, its basics, you know, finding some use cases where, you know, people can, can relate to it. Mm -hmm. Joshua Catalyst, speaking of fire hoses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's like, so many ideas out there. There are so many. I bet you they're awesome. Smart, committed people, man. Oof. Really smart people, man. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. 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 They, they're doing it right. Oh, it's, it's fascinating. This is, yeah, I, I hope we can, I hope that like the entire transcript of, of these conversations is mm. made public soon enough, you know, just to, just to say, look, here's this, because this is, that's also the work that goes into it. Mm. When we're talking about decentralization. Mm. It's similar to stake pools, right? It's it's you you are distributing the networking power across the globe. Mm -hmm. We have this mm -hmm. distributed group of people who are not all perfectly aligned, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're just bringing in all these ideas, and and watching each person nudge everybody else in this direction and and move towards some kind of consensus about what's possible, and that's that thing is going to happen over and over again right? right that's that that has to be the model that's that's the ground up piece exactly yeah it's it's going to happen fast though i mean i, I like 10 years from now this this everything it's going to be unrecognizable i mean we're going to be it's going to be like so far ahead that's right yeah there's a lot of energy and you know like developers there's a lot of energy being poured into this space we're not even at the AOL stage yet. <laughs> no, right, you know? <laughs> right. right. Well, we're at the, like, uh, what was it? Um, uh, before AOL, basically. Uh, um, CompuServe? Uh, there, there's CompuServe, Prodigy. Prodigy and then, like, the, um, what, the, um, the rooms that you go into. What was it? Yeah. Bulletin boards. Bulletin boards, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. You had, your own, you had your own IRC protocol. You ever, you ever mess around with that? Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, mess around with that a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That's like where we are, you know. <laughs> Dang, I'm so young. I don't know. <laughs> Josh is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, you're not missing anything. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about going back to the rotary dial phone. You don't go <laughs> We're done with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So, what about like how we? Um, move forward. So now we have uh, we have an overarching umbrella. We have a name for our podcast. Um, uh, James and I were talking today about like registering, um, you know, domain names and and uh, you know Google accounts and all of that other kind of stuff. What, what, how, how do we want to? Um, you know, what do we want to? What should be important from like an administrative point of view 
for us now moving forward so we can get some more like you know bones around or some you know meat on the bones of what it is that we're trying to do um, i think we need to put together a press pack right hmm. talk about like what we're about um you know and have that ready for like any guests that we want to i think that's contact a great idea for the show yeah, um, we got two episodes, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, I think to like facilitate that, we need to. Uh, I think I sent in a workbook that would give us like clarity on what, so we all all of us can actually understand, you know, based off of our contribution to that workbook to understand like what we're centered. I mean, like the whole idea, what it is about, so we can build from there. But we need to have like a general idea of what this is about, and it has mm -hmm. to. You know, tally. Yep. Like a Trello workboard that we can all work from and just see exactly what it is. We're trying to accomplish. Yeah, we, yeah, we can do that. And I know, I know I had, yeah, I know I haven't been on Trello much, but um, yeah, I mean, if we can figure out, I, it's been busy for me over the past couple of weeks. It's probably going to be, be, be a little oh, busy yeah. a few weeks coming up, but um, I, I want to contribute, you know, I want to, I just want to be there. Um, I mean, for now, in terms of like things we need to purchase, like I guess we like could just divide the responsibilities amongst us equally for now. Because I mean, uh, I I don't know how it's how easy it's going to be to like put together any kind of like corporate agreement with all of us based in different countries. And, yeah, I don't. Know. I'm I'm sure that's not. Yeah. That shouldn't. I mean, I'm guessing that like like the general foundation of uh these agreements are international at you know yeah. kind of in scope okay. I mean, they're, they're like the basic laws are the basic laws kind of deal i mean each jurisdiction is going to have some you know some different kind of you know nuances but i think in a general sense we should be able to put together kind of an organizational like structure okay. and james and i were talking about this too you know like at some point you know we might want, might want to play around with the idea of like a, a decentralized you know autonomous organization where the contract is is managing everything and that's that's exactly what i was like thinking this is just going to evolve into naturally because yeah. i think we're all going <clears> to <throat> learn how to like do pluis and some smart right. contracts and stuff like that i mean why go the traditional route we could just draw up a contract between each other and yeah yo uh, listen you know, I I'm I'm so fully into that. If, I mean, I trust you guys as much as I can trust somebody who I've only met in this context, right? right? I trust you all to show up. Like you know, you're right. here, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, I'd be okay with keeping a Google Doc for now, yeah. and then the day Gogan is released, let's. Let's live stream us learning how to turn it into a smart contract that's, again. That's education. Yeah, like mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. that is it. If we if we if we really if we claim we believe in this idea of decentralization, mm -hmm. let's do it. Let's mm -hmm. and, and, and then let's apologize later if we get in trouble for you know <laughs> right. making an international agreement on a smart contract. Let's do it. Right? Yeah, I mean, Just lead by example. I agree with you. It's a great place to break some stuff, <laughs> you know, <laughs> figure it out, <laughs> you know, and, you know, I don't know, maybe this is an idea too. Um, uh, so once we're delegating and we're, we're, um, we're getting rewards, 
um, there's, there's got to be some type of mechanism in place that we can undelegate automatically, where you don't have to go in and physically undelegate. Or I don't even know, well, the rewards are probably not going to be, they're not going to be going in your reward, your, your, the wallet that you're um, delegating with anyway. I don't, I don't know if that's the case or not, or if they're going to be like, you can, you can um, identify what wallet you want the rewards to go into. Mm. You know I'm, sure, what I mean? I'm sure you'd be able to like add on another smart, co smart contract, a smart contract attached to your wallet that you're yeah. from, you know, yeah. that could be like controlled by, I think they got, what's that, what's that uh, DAO app that they have in Ethereum currently? It's, it's one of those ones, but yeah, you mm. could have like a, a DAO that controls that, um, that staking wallet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, we can take, you know, maybe one or 2% of our rewards or however, whatever we, we, we agree on and, you know, whatever, wherever we are, where the rewards are coming through and they're feeding a kind of a treasury mechanism for us that yeah. we can then vote on and decide what it is that we want to do. And, and we could have like a portion of the staking pool rewards. If we decided to set up a staking pool under the name of AfroFinLab, we could actually allow our listeners to vote as to where the money gets distributed, you know, what yeah. projects yeah. we want to distribute it to. So, yeah. 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 This, we, we, this that's the fun stuff. That happen, you know, as soon as Gogo launches. So, yeah. And we get to be a part of it. Technology. Yeah. Yeah. We get Lighting to be a part of all of it. Um, uh, guys, yeah. Joshua, I think Joshua logged out now. And I okay. Have to and just follow us. Uh, okay. Um, hey, babe, you got it. Hey, Sydney. What's up? Oh, yeah, word. Oh, word. Oh, cool. <laughs> so is that, so, oh, so that's, so did that come with the course? No, I bought this on Amazon. Oh, you bought that on Amazon. I didn't even know that. Oh, wow. Yeah. But dude, that's, that's some serious business right there. <laughs> How much did you, how much was that? I'm, I'm going to check that out. Uh, look on Amazon. It's going to have different price and probably around $30. Oh, that's not bad at all. Okay. Yeah. Cause that, that's really the route that I want to go. I want to figure out how to tie that stuff together. Cause I'm still on this. I was thinking about it. Uh, oh, Joshua is, Joshua is trying to get back in. Oh, awesome. Okay. Sorry about that. There we go. But yeah, I want to, I want to, I wanna, that's, that's like, because I'm, I'm like, I want to do like the, the 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 thing that hasn't been done yet <laughs> you know what i mean the the twitter you know the facebook you know i want to build something that's unique and sure. you know that that people want to use to get excited to use you know awesome. you guys haven't led me wrong yet on book recommendations so I'll put hey check it, out. <laughs> check it out that's, that's the show <laughs> over there with all those recommendations <laughs> 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 but yeah, check it out. And, um, hey, Joshua. So this is something I wanted you to look at. If you could uh, just check out, um, what's it called? Did you see what I posted on Slack? The over there, all the links in the ideas page. Hold on, let me check it out. There's open source ecology. I'm going to send it to you now. So this is my ambition. This is what I'd love to do in Africa and what the West Africa. Open source ecology. Yeah. 
what's this about? So essentially, it's like this guy, Marcin uh, Jabowski, or whatever his name is, he um, put together a, a civilization starter kit that you, you, if you have a fab lab, like a, like a, a laboratory that allows you to like weld and cut metal and so on, he provides you like the basic like uh, equipment you need, all open source, to basically start your own like like village or like but high tech sustainable village, you know. So you could start with uh, um, earth pressing brick bricks and use that to like build homes with, and like the bricks that you're using are actually gonna like uh, 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 be cooler and be able to like hold uh, more heat at nighttime, etc. And then from the brick, you can move on to the tractor and with the tractor, you can rent that out to farmers and generate a revenue from it or teach other people how to build these tractors and repair tractors as well, because that's like a huge problem that farmers face when they purchase tractors from like uh, uh, typical retailers. If their tractors break, that's like a huge cost to them, right? So this kind of like decentralizes the knowledge base that's required all of these base industries we have whether it be construction agriculture it kind of like uh, allows it, it lowers the barrier to entry essentially by just giving people the tools and know-how to build these the, these machines themselves you know yeah cool really cool that's cool <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at it now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm overwhelmed <laughs> <laughs> wow awesome yeah check it out i think this all goes hand in hand with uh, oh, man. Katana, right? it's so aligned dude um i've had a really long day guys i, I need to go and go get ready i'm still working on the logo as well and stuff so yeah all right something. good deal so James, you're you're gonna continue. Are you gonna register? What what do, what do we need to register right now? What do we need? What, so, yeah. Hey, if I if I just go for it with Sixth Region Alliance, the number six, six th Region Alliance. dot com. dot org and dot io. Should I get all three? Um, I mean, I think that's on you right now. You know what I mean? If you, yeah. I mean, I guess. Start, I mean, should we just start with the dot? org i think i think i think i think we should just uh, start with start with i think each of us should get one domain you know what i mean so I, yeah. i'll get the io you get the org or not someone gets the com you just put right. it like that keep it decentralized and then when it comes to the point where we're going to put these things in a smart contract we'll figure out a way we can just attach it to that smart contract. yo actually i mean co-ownership of domains yeah. that's an interesting <laughs> case too that might be yeah. uh just a, that, that's kind of a straightforward smart contract, right? But that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, um, and I'll, I'll think I'll, I'll look into um, what it would be like to have a, like an organization that we all could be a part of because uh -huh. if that's the case, I mean, the books, I have no problem. We'll figure it out. Like if you, you purchase something, we'll, we'll, we, we can figure that out. That's easy. Um, yeah, we can keep track of that. Um, but like in buying this stuff, um, as opposed to buying it as separate entities, maybe, you know, if we do have, you know, some kind of structure, we can buy it as, you know, as that, that structure. structure. Yeah, and then we can figure out like the, yeah, the, um, how, how to, uh, you know, uh, identify who's purchased what and all of that maybe stuff. We can, maybe we can set up a Wyoming company, huh? Yeah, 
I mean, yeah. I mean, I have one. They're very easy to set up. I have oh, really? Them, actually, yeah. They're very easy to set up. I just don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't think there's any international implications in setting up a Wyoming um, uh, uh, corporation. I, I don't. I don't think it matters where you're from. You know what oh. I mean? All right. Maybe that's. I've. We should add all these suggestions to the Slack and then just investigate, and that should be our yeah. to-dos for this week. Man. I'll call them tomorrow actually and find that out. Guys, can we get? Tra- I don't know. Like I, I, I guess maybe I'll set up a trailer and um we can add these things to the trailer. You know, okay. like, that's a good idea. Like like tasks, domains, you know, <clears throat> this stuff. Okay. I thrive in structure and organization. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Trello works great for me. I'm happy okay. to use that as Command Central. Yes, I'm same here. Yeah. Okay, guys, I'm on board it too, by default. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> no uh, doubt. Yeah. And and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get some people to connect with you. The I'm, I'm gonna try to get some folks, like I say, Joshua, to connect with you from South Africa, just so that they can start plugging into what you're doing as far as those meetups go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm serious about maybe adding Mercy to this group sooner than later. You know, just to have, yeah. have a female on board. Oh yeah, please. Yeah. Who's who's Mercy? I don't. I'm not sure that I've. I might have missed. Some. Did you know her before Catalyst, Joshua? I got the impression that you two had communicated before. No, no, we hadn't met before that. Uh, oh. But you know, part of what she was doing, I think I know what she was trying to do. So. But we haven't like had any, you know, one on one. But she's just—I mean, she's one. She's one of the people in that Catalyst program and has a really cool idea. I'm good. I, I'll say it wrong if I don't try to read it. I don't have it mm. up on the screen right now. But she's—I I think she'd be a great fit. Cool. Uh, to, into Afrofin Lab, yeah. Let's do it. Cool, cool. Um, all right, so plenty of to-dos. Uh, I will not buy those domains tonight. I'll I'll give it. I'll I'll wait till tomorrow. And you know, again, yeah. If if other people, I, I agree on keeping it decentralized. I just want you to know, I don't mind picking them up and transferring mm-hmm. them in whatever direction we need to. Yeah, transfer. and. Uh, I- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, but my, my biggest concern is just being able to distribute these podcasts as soon as possible. Yeah. Right? I, I think that's, that's where I'm coming from. I, I absolutely, I, I agree with you, you know, and, and I think it might be easy for us to like, just get some structure, you know, and so we're not, you know, we don't get, you know, a few weeks down, a few weeks, you know, down and be like, okay, we need to go back and like, we, 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 you know, we do this thing. So yeah. um, I'll check. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be on, uh, Wyoming's their 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 uh, um, LLCs are are really um, they're they're inexpensive, so mm-hmm. maybe we can look at that you know and and we can figure out like you know how how it gets paid for and everything and you know we we can figure all of that out but maybe if we can get something going um, at least we can you know buy all of our stuff underneath that that umbrella and start to take the event you know whatever tax advantages that we're going to get from having yeah. a structure cool all right i'll wait for your uh i'll wait for your lead on that okay i'll i'll, I'll probably investigate it tonight actually and just you know and send it over thanks Sydney. that's awesome all right all right guys all right guys all right <laughs> so i'm um, 
Okay. I'm gonna wrap this up. I'm not gonna cut it or anything, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna just post it. Okay. Play it right till the end, just like that. Yep. Yeah, I'm just, and if you want to cut it, I mean, you let me know. I mean, how, how we want to do as far as posting it or whatever. I'll, I'll, send, yeah, it, sure. send it to me. I'd like to give it a go. I'll try and edit it. Okay. Yo, Tashoma, remember yeah. the part where I was supposed to like define uh, steak pool? Because yeah, you guys yeah. didn't get the chance to do it. So you <laughs> yeah, can no, like, no, no. cut that out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that doesn't belong. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>